0: My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit.
1: Travelers, welcome to another episode of the 88 miles per hour podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea, and I'm joined by Sanch.
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Days of Our Life. No, i
1: <laughs> So exciting.
2: <laughs> yes, everybody. This is where we tell our life stories about uh, relationships and uh, greed and backstabbing <laughs> and
1: all the seven deadly sins we just put them all in
2: yes into one episode no yes we do and do you think there's a like an actual soap opera podcast wait no soap operas don't exist anymore right most of them
1: oh no there's yeah there's soap operas oh my gosh they don't even go off like general hospital i think is still on
2: but i think there's only like (laughs) one or two left right like there's not because Mm -hmm. i remember um roughly around like all right it was around 0, 008 really when it started to kick in about the whole economy happening and so on. So that point forward, I remember um, certain things started changing and, and reality TV was like at that the forefront. Like it was so huge at that point because it was cheap yeah. to produce. And I remember there was one main soap opera that had been on for years that was going off the air because it was so expensive to produce to have. One every freaking day, so I know... Like, Do you know what it was? I can't remember, but they they started disappearing. I know there is one that still exists that's still there, on. Oh,
1: there's still a couple because, like, I'll turn on the TV, like, during the day or, like, earlier, and I'll be like, oh, man, what's this? <laughs> you know, Like, General Hospital, I think, is still on, and then... Mm. I used to watch one with my grandma called Guiding Light because I would oh. always stay at her house. So I, I would st- – yeah. Was it, is it Guiding Light? Was it maybe that one? Because okay. I think that one's off. That one's off. Well, no, on, yeah.
2: Guiding Light's long gone. But is no, there's, there is one <clears> – <throat> <clears throat> there is a soap opera that was weird. Like, it was about witches and, and oh, like –
1: Oh, yeah. No, that was – I
2: think that one was called Passions because – I remember I I had, was it either it was Facebook or, or MySpace by that point. I don't know which one it was, but they were posting clips. And I'm like, what the hell is that? Because I knew an old ex-girlfriend, <laughs> um, like she would watch that and she would oh post clips. And there was one where, because I remember when the big old tsunami that happened, the Indian tsunami. Well, mm-hmm. I guess that episode, like, a year later or months later or whatever, did an episode where the town was hit with the tsunami. Oh, no. <laughs> and and the grandma, like, there's, like, the main grandma witch on the show. She okay. surfs the tsunami. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I, I try to look for that <laughs> clip because <laughs> even it's the— a little bit much. Yeah, the soup, because, you know, the Joe McHale show— oh. Yeah. Every week they would show something from that show because it was so outrageous. Ridiculous. And yeah, yeah. And it was so stupid oh that, my God. that, yeah, that freaking, um, uh, yeah, they, <laughs> they had that episode, like they, they were, they showed that clip. And then that's when my friend posted, I was like, are you effing serious? Like this show really exists? Wow. Like, Oh, it's so great. It's so funny. And, <laughs> and yeah, like, I wish I could find that clip. It so um, cheesy.
1: A friend of our family, was on that show Port Charles again, and I'm pretty sure that's not on anymore. But she was on that for a while, and we I remember seeing billboards of with her on it. Yeah, like in L.A. back in I probably like the 90s, and I was like, wow, that's so cool. I loved that. I never watched any of it because I'm not into soap operas. Like, I guess like I I like shows that are have drama, but I'm not in. I don't really care for the actual like soap, you know. Opera drama kind of thing. Like, I never went for that. But do they... I mean, do they sell, like, telenovelas on and stuff? I mean, they have those still, well, right?
2: <clears throat> when it comes to, like, all the Latinos and everything, like, the one big thing is... Yeah, they're novelas. Like... Yeah. Th- those are just soap operas, the ones in Spanish and stuff like that. Um, but they're huge. Those are freaking massive. And you got, like, you know grandmas and and (laughs) everybody yeah yeah yeah. like my my mom's not into them she doesn't watch them and stuff like that you know but like i know like people who are and like you just it's just it's a massive thing so for like in uh, here in the u.s like the all the the soap operas it they're not like they are the way they used to be years ago Mm -hmm. but with uh novelas like the spanish you know freaking all the channels yeah they're still massive they're still they're really big over there. Yeah, and the thing is with novelas compared to soap operas, where with soap operas, they they're they're just on the show. Mm-hmm. If it's a hit, it just keeps going and going and going and going. Where yeah. with novelas, they have a time frame. Yeah, they have a beginning and an end, and it could go up to like you know three, four mm-hmm. seasons, whatever their goal. But they they do have a beginning and an end, and if yeah. it's a hit, like you know if it was a hit, they just get the stars and throw them in something else. and they'll have them in another one but yeah novella is like and then it it, just like you would anticipate they're freaking cheesy with the like (laughs) music and the oh you 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 slept with my wife but it's like (laughs) you know and stuff like that (laughs) and (laughs) that's awesome Oh yeah, man! I'm s-
1: well, I'm glad everybody tuned in for our soap opera episode.
2: Um, <laughs> I know people are like, "I what? What am I hearing here?"
1: <laughs> They're like, "Um, cool."
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, we apologize, folks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, we told you, my wherever this show, we're never gonna, it, wherever it goes, we don't matter. You know, hey, there were soap the operas in the '80s. All right, so you know,
1: yeah, <laughs> awesome.
2: Yes. Very cool.
1: Alright. Well
2: do we- <laughs> I was just waiting for you Hi. for that cue. I was like, is she gonna do it? She's gonna remember?
1: <laughs> I think that you should do uh, Some shout-outs. I guess a shout-out, yeah.
2: Okay. Alright. So I guess you know what it's time, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time to do some shout outs. Shout out. So our, our I wanted to say we have a shout out, but it's not it's not really specifically um, goes out to um, an actual person or anything like that. This shout out is to all the fans. Um, the one thing I, I I just wanted to for me. Uh, I were, you know, I updated everything. If you guys saw, there's all there's a new logo and everything, you know, that features this time now Chelsea, you know, and the positioning is different from all three of us also. But um, I went in and 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 you know updated it. So I went to go look to see if iTunes uh, had updated the image because I wanted to check it out. And and when I went, I was just like curious. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna look see where we stand on on you know the ratings or whatever on the podcast so i went to go check you know and i look and then i see we're on the new and new and noteworthy now for us i'm like we know it's not new because we've been on since last year so it's obviously it's listed as the noteworthy and that is a huge thank you to you guys out there who are listening downloading the show because it's awesome it's you guys who are who are just you know and whatever from Pod Podbean, Stitcher, uh, Rant Radio, or iTunes. Wherever you're getting this show, you're helping us, and it's it, and it got us on there. So when people go on there and be like, "Yeah, hey, let's see what's you know noteworthy," they're gonna see our podcast. So that's a huge thank you to all the fans.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Really cool. I was looking at it and I noticed um, there wasn't. <sighs> I wonder if I could pull that image back up, but there wasn't, um, there was one that I did recognize on there. I don't know. Do you know any of the other people that are in that image with us there? Like, with no, the other... No,
2: I'm, I'm actually um, going to send it to you right now so that you could have I it. I think
1: I have it. I think... Hold on. Let me see if I... Okay. I think it's right here. Hold on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, all right.
2: Well, while Oh, you, okay. It's right here. Oh, I got never mind. It.
1: So, never mind. um, yeah. So, I was looking at it, and I'll tell you... There's a podcast on here that I do know. It's called 91 Reasons by Jeff Tucker.
3: Okay.
1: (laughs) And Jeff Tucker is, um, actually, (laughs) to draw back onto our Elvira episode, episode 42, um, Jeff Tucker, um, I don't know his official title, but he is a part of, um, Halloween Haunt at Knott's Berry Farm here in California. Um, the Halloween event that they put on that I, if you, if you want go back to that episode and I talked more about it, but he, I don't know what his title is, but he, um, plays a big part of it. And, um, he, like when you, when you work there, he does your orientation. So he does the orientation, tells you all the things you're supposed to do. And he kind of is the MC for the orientation. Yeah. And, uh, he goes to all the events. There's a great event that I'd like to go to. Next year, if I can, it, it just passed by. It's called Scare LA. I don't know if you, you've you probably heard of it, right? No,
2: yeah, yeah, I have.
1: Yeah, Scare LA. So it was kind of, it's put on by all the, um, like, uh, Universal has panels there. Knotts has panels. This is for all the um, horror event kind of things. Yeah,
2: they that's where they, that's a, I keep up to date with that because that's yeah. where they, Universal announced the mazes.
1: Right, yeah, totally. Um, and, uh... I, I've never been, I've always wanted to go, but it's great because at that convention they also have, um, like, other smaller um, people who run mazes in this area. There's um, <clears throat> one called, um, what's it called, uh, there's, there's one in Tustin, I think called, like, the 17th Door, and there was one that moves around a little bit, oh, called the Empty Grave. Anyway, but they'll do stuff there, too, to kind of... So the little people will promote themselves. But anyway, um, he was there, too. And anyway, so he has a podcast, and I've actually never really listened to it. Mm -hmm. But I know that... um, I know that, obviously, he's a big fan of Back to the Future. And I don't know if it's involving a lot of 80s stuff, but... But he's, I I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I was like, oh, I totally recognize his name, and I know he has, like, a book. He's written a book, and I'm promoting him, basically, at this point now. But he's he's written a book, and um, I guess, you know what? Heck, I'll give him a shout-out. Shout-out to Jeff Tucker's uh, 91 Reasons. Uh... I don't know what it's like, but you can take a listen to it. Um,
2: <laughs> so you're promoting a podcast that you to our fans that we don't even yeah. know if it's good or not. <laughs>
1: totally. So hey, don't I mean, I'll recommend it, but don't try to you should really try to, you should, try to you
2: should contact the guy since you kinda have knowledge of who he is and yeah. try to get him on the show. Oh, that'd be cool. And and real quick, I, I gotta point out since you brought it up, you're like, yeah. Oh, I've always wanted to go. Well, maybe we should shoot to try to go next year with the podcast like oh scary yeah like uh, um obviously it's we're gonna have to wait till next year but you keeping an eye on it and the moment they it pop first pops up like because i mean hell it might be even early in the year so we could submit for press passes and try to go and and Mm -hmm. get some coverage for our fans and stuff like that and film and you know have like hey everybody you know 88 here and so on yeah yeah
1: Well, for me, I I'm gonna be honest with you guys. For me now, being a host, you're gonna get a lot of pop-ups of like, oh, random horror movie knowledge or or not knowledge, but like just stuff Halloween stuff. Because I've said in the other podcast stuff, I love Halloween and horror movies, so that's gonna probably come into play all the time. Um, so, uh, that's yeah, I'm definitely gonna talk a lot about that. But that's really cool that we um that we popped on up on there. That's great.
2: Yeah, really so cool. again it's a huge thank you fans because it's like it's you guys. And I just wanna point out one of the big things if you could also do <clears throat> if you go uh if you're an iTunes, you know, you're an Apple person, uh please rate and review our show, you know. Uh go on there on iTunes, it helps us a lot. It it, it just helps us grow, you know. It's it's sadly like the the freaking the market is saturated with podcasts now yeah good and bad and you know i there's tons of good there's tons of bad but when i first started podcasting not with this show but back with brothers bear back in 2012 it was really filled with a lot of celebrity but it wasn't as big as it is now because it's like there's just everybody's like has a podcast now so
1: well the great thing i mean everybody has one but there's a um there's a wide variety so Um, if you're looking for a certain kind of, you know, niche, you know, type of podcast, you're looking for, oh, I want this type of thing. You're totally able to get it. You want eighties podcast talking about films, movies, music, pop culture. You've got it. You're right here. You're at the right place. So, um, and you know, but the cool thing is, yeah, if you want to, I remember back in the day, I would look for certain podcasts. I think, um, I, uh. Yeah, I, I wanted to listen to horror podcasts back in the day, so I remember looking for that, and <laughs> I'm going to give more shout-outs to people, <laughs> but um, I, when I looked for um, podcasts, I came across um, somebody was doing a podcast. They were filming it. They were doing, like, a, they were recording them and then putting them out there, and then they were called um, Transylvania Television, and um, that, I guess, found out later, that's not... Their main thing wasn't iTunes. They had their own web series and everything like that and I was able to meet the people who created it at um WonderCon this year but I just it through just Wait, is that the Yeah, the people at WonderCon with the puppets? Oh, that guess what I was going <laughs> to Yeah, that's how I that's how I found them. That, I found them that... through iTunes, through looking up horror podcasts and I guess horror was in the um, title of of whatever they they were putting out. Yeah. Um and that's how I found them. And, and I've liked them ever since because they've grown and I've supported them and I've continued to watch them. So, I mean, you know, you, you're Googling, you're looking for people and you're listening to people. Continue to listen to people. You don't know where they're going to go. You're going to, they're going to keep growing or, or whatever you give, um, try to give everybody a good chance and a good try. So yeah. we do very much, um, think that's awesome that you guys are supporting us and, and continue to listen to us and. The different changes, like me coming to be the host and stuff. So hopefully we're able to give you a lot of good content. I know we've said this in the previous episode, but like with help with fans and everything, you're going to get better content. And um, we really appreciate it.
2: So So that's a huge thank you. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. A huge shout out to all of you. So as you're sitting, jogging, driving, sitting, whatever at work, whatever you're doing, pooing. Pat, your, pat yourself on the back and be like, oh, it's because of me!" I, thank you, yay! You know, so so there you have it. Ladies. Go
1: go go! Buy yourself something. Treat yourself something.
2: Yes, yes. So so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you.
1: All right. Well, like I've said before, I love Halloween. <laughs> I think that is abundantly clear.
2: Seriously, I think your your anthem your anthem should be Ministries. Every day is Halloween. Like oh. Though I, though it's not about really being having a love for Halloween, that's not the song's about. But
1: yeah, it, but it should be I, your
2: anthem because <laughs> exactly. every day is Halloween in your life,
1: for sure. Oh yeah, um, so I'm Jonesing for Halloween to start. I mean, it's um, you know September time, so I'm getting really excited. So literally, I live at Target. Okay, I'm a young woman. <laughs> I live at Target, <laughs> and um. I like I go to Target like every week shout out to Target love Target and um (laughs) and um I go yeah I go probably twice a week um I love it so I go there all the time and they have all the um school supply stuff out for for back to school and like every time I walk by I see like that big like cardboard pencil I'm like oh like please like go away, I need, like, a pumpkin or a bat up there because, like, I just want it (laughs) to be, like, the Halloween. Like, the other day I went, there was, like, one little gold pumpkin. I'm like, ooh, little gold pumpkin. Like, yes, it's getting (laughs) closer. Like, they're hinting. They're putting little hints of Halloween in the store, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, just let it happen. So, like, every, I'll update you next time, (laughs) but there still is a giant pencil. There is not a bat Uh,
3: or a ghost or a witch or
1: anything. It's still, like... People going through notebooks and pencils when there should be, like, skulls and pumpkins and orange lights, okay? So that needs to happen soon. And, like, the candy. I'm just really excited. (laughs) So excited. So anyway, that brings me to... I'm so excited for it. So I decided that I wanted to talk about a movie from... My birth year, 1989. Woo! It stars a very, you know, little-known actor. He didn't really do much, you know. He, he doesn't do much anymore. Um,
2: just, you know, just <laughs> you know, one that, of the... That's true, you know, huh? He, he does doesn't. doesn't do
1: much. He, he just... He doesn't, you know, after this movie, he just kind of dropped off the face of the...
2: <laughs> I, I think there is one film, I think he did it with Spielberg again. Like, they've been... Col- that's kind of one of his big collaborators in the past, you know, few years. He's been, yeah. you know, like... But I think he's doing something about like where he's like uh, being confused as a communist or something. I don't know. I saw really? the trailer. Yeah, like it's a it's a new movie that's coming out. But anyways, go on. I'll look at. Anyway, up I'm curious. Uh,
1: so he, uh, you know, he was uh, lost at sea. He played a famous
2: um,
1: guy that made a theme park. He, <laughs> he,
2: um, was that his last film?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Uh, he uh, he um, he fell in love with a mermaid. He um, was buddies with a dog. <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm I'm grabbing for things. If you haven't, uh, uh, we're talking about Tom
3: Hanks.
2: <laughs> I know, um, but I, I'm I'm looking at at his uh, the stuff right here because it's like okay, I guess the last things we've seen him is uh yeah saving mr banks was 2013 but also you know he did he provided a a little bit of voice for that toy story the time forgot oh
1: okay yeah that was during halloween time
2: yeah but he has like a bunch in the can like like there's pre-production and post-production like for instance there's a film called sully that's in pre-production the story of an american pilot uh so oh yeah i forgot um but I don't, I don't know if it's, it's, I don't think it's being filmed. I think it's, but remember that airplane that, that craft, like that, that the guy landed in the, in the river?
1: Oh yeah. He safely landed it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like people, like it just, he's he, he playing
1: that guy.
2: Yeah. He's playing that guy. Sully. It's, a, it's oh. a pre-production. It's supposed to be directed by, um, oh, freaking Clint Eastwood, but it's just, it's not like come. It's being greenlit, but they haven't gotten into production, and that's why it's in pre-production.
1: Okay, I was going to say, I was like, are they going to start getting Tom Hanks to do all the movies about people who, like, saved people that like we're you know like he was in that movie the captain phillips yeah movie. Like, I like, is I like that now na- is that
2: what he does now i'm, the, ca- I'm the captain now well he, i know, am he's, the captain now that's his career <laughs> like we'll get into it when we talk about his movie but yeah there's a Spiel- steven Spielberg that's the one i was trying to tell you it's called bridge of spies and it's coming out uh october 16th it's a great halloween movie it's called an american lawyer is recruited by the cia during the cold war to help rescue a pilot detained in the soviet, <laughs> soviet union so a
1: fantastic
2: halloween movie yeah great you know it's a it's Good time, so, you know... Really celebrates
1: the holiday excellently.
2: Yeah, so there you have it. But the one thing I want to point out is that it says producer, and it says my big fat Greek wedding too. What? (laughs) Yeah, it says it right here. It's like, it's producer, it says (laughs) the continued adventures of the Portos... uh, I can never say their last name. Oh, Yeah a follow up to the 2002 comedy my big fat greek wedding the only thing it's just it's sad because like that girl the the actress like uh-huh. didn't really like she didn't go her she yeah. had that that like that one hit wonder where like she yeah. she had a she huge didn't really, hit yeah. and she yeah, did much, some she other had. films but they didn't do that well like uh-huh. at all for her so i guess <laughs> she's just going to go back and dig in into the well and be like well this worked for me
1: <laughs> hey it worked once before right right
2: and then what you know hey john stamos is in it
1: oh well he's greek so
2: yeah cuz nice i remember on 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 full house very right? when they went back to wherever he lived and and that's where michelle like the her twin finally got to appear on the episode. The little Mary Kate and Ashley. Uh huh. Yeah. There was a twin, and I don't know, but it's it, why am I talking about? It? Anyways, all right, go back, <laughs> go back to Tom Hanks. They anyway, just, I got distracted.
1: So I decided, yeah, I want to talk about this movie because it's it's not well. What they I think what they said it was a black comedy, um, dark comedy, and you know we like I like those, <clears throat> and it's so it's I kind of like to watch it around September time because. It does have little, you know, elements of, I don't know, horror.
2: Not really, though, I guess. But, but why, why September and not, not I don't just flat-out October?
1: I don't know, because I don't feel like this movie's like a full... I mean, it's not a full-out Halloween movie, but it's... it. I don't know. I think me, I a good friend of mine, we would watch this movie a lot. She liked Tom Hanks, and we'd watch The Money Pit, and we would watch The Money Pit over and over again. But we'd watch those two Tom Hanks movies... And, I don't know, I just tend to always watch it in September. There's something about it that makes me want to watch it around this time. I don't know. Huh. But, yeah, I don't know, I've just enjoyed watching it. I do, I do tend to watch it around this time. Oh, okay. So, well, yeah.
2: I mean, I, I, I guess it's like, um, you know what, maybe it's just, it, I mean, of course, but it's a good pre-lead-up to uh, to Halloween because it's not full-on horror it, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's not like if you're going to be watching like whatever Nightmare on Elm Street. It just came to mind because it's so in the news right now. But um so it, it's a good like you know an early like a feel like a little sure. Know, like, all right, yeah. you know I don't. Oh, want- you know
1: what? It's kind of like okay. Let's get into this. It's a Joe Dante film.
2: Ah, oh, hell yeah!
1: And Joe Dante is awesome. Gremlins, yes, is. all that.
2: Um They're <laughs> <laughs> like gremlins and all that. Like
1: <laughs> no, okay. Well I didn't want to mention okay, well, another movie that I really like that I didn't watch till a long time ago. Um is it's a nineties movie, is that um have you ever seen that movie? What's it called? A Matinee with um Oh
2: hell yeah, dude. John Goodman? With John, yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. that movie with the kid that from Erie, in Indiana. Fox.
1: Exactly, yeah, the guy from uh, he's in Hocus Pocus and stuff. Um
2: Oh really yeah, yeah. That. That's what people would know him from Hocus Pocus. I, I, I just oh, yeah. for me, it's Erie Indiana, in which Joe uh, did
1: that too. Yeah, he, he yeah.
2: directed five episodes of Erie Indiana. Maybe what came first, uh, that Erie Indiana or or the the freaking uh, whatever that movie you just called Hocus Pocus? No, no, no. The freaking Matinee. matinee
1: um no like, it came he, afterwards was after because he was so a little older and then hocus pocus came after because he was like
2: oh so that's what it is so he, when he did matinee he's like i like that kid he was in my show yeah let's bring him on board because
1: he, uh, he's a great he i don't know he's like this all american looking kid so he fits perfectly with like joe dante all Amer. i mean that's the one thing that i was noticing is like he picks like these like Typical neighborhood thing. I love that. Like in Gremlins, and even yeah, I was gonna bring up Erie, Indiana because oh,
2: don't forget was, Small Soldiers too. is in the same realm because it kind of does take in that exactly place in the house, the neighborhood, mm-hmm. like, and that's such an underrated effing movie. Like Small Soldiers is freaking great. I love that movie. Me and my little brother used to watch that all the time, but it's it's it just it, it didn't go anywhere really. You know, it's not like one that. When you think, oh, it's a classic, like, but it was, I don't know. I didn't see any issues with that film. And I really love Small Soldiers. Are you ready?
1: Are you ready for me to bring this full circle real yeah. quick? Yeah. Right. Okay. Small Soldiers was filmed in the Orange Circle. Okay. Um, in Orange, California, there's this sort of um, old town looking, it's got antique stores and it's really cute. It's like where your grandma would want to hang out probably. And um, it's really cute. It's really fun. Place. Anyway, so it's it looks so Americana and classic. They never really changed the way that it's um it's a circle and then it has what four streets coming out of it. And it yeah, they've never really changed it. it looks really Americana. Anyway, they filmed Small Soldiers there in a Radio Shack. That that Radio Shack had been there for a long time. They just got rid of it. It's yeah. a blaze pizza now. Anyway. <laughs> um so anyway, they filmed um there's a couple scenes in Small Soldiers where he's riding his bike in the town and he is um writing it in there and stuff and that's uh, uh orange circle well to bring it full circle tom hanks uh who is in the burbs that we're talking about was in a movie called that thing you do uh, and which was <laughs> also filmed in the orange circle so, there you go. Bringing it full circle at the Orange Circle.
2: <laughs> there you uh, have it. <laughs> I, I, we, sh- they, we should just end it right there, man. There's no way Bam, you can. Bam, I just blew everybody's minds. <laughs> Going full circle in the Orange Circle. <laughs>
3: there you
2: have it. That's freaking amazing. Uh, I had no idea, but that, that, that Small Soldiers was filmed. Or maybe you did tell me that, I think. I might have. Because oh, I yeah. remember when, yeah, yeah. when we took a tour of the Orange Circle, I remember you pointed me out, you pointed out, like, I know that thing you do, you told me was filmed there, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think, maybe you didn't tell me Small Soldiers. I just
1: learned that recently because I, I was watching it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that looks familiar, and so I double-checked, did some Googling, and yeah, it is. So, I'm like, that's cool, and it makes sense because Joe Dante looks for that classic American style, and you, you'll you notice that in the in the movies, the houses, and well, there's so much to talk about this movie that I can go on about um because i did watch this a lot growing up i really liked it
2: which one the burbs or small the, the,
1: the burbs the and i as i was watching it recently i was laughing a lot i was like this movie is awesome
2: yeah it is well let's just focus <laughs> now on so here you go ladies and gentlemen is okay. that time when we talk about our film for the week this week's wait but were you gonna yeah. do your movie oh well you know we could do it afterwards wait what is it because i was gonna say your music your new segment that you're gonna have.
1: oh you know what we'll do that later
2: Okay. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, so let's talk movies. So it is time for that time of the film where we talk the burbs.
1: Yeah. Do, 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 do.
2: We need a song. I you really know I... what
1: we should get like a little bit of a musical interlude maybe for that.
2: Yeah, I mean I I every time and again, like what I've done is I've used uh oh Christ. Okay. Hold on. I'm gonna pause real quick, okay? Okay. Alright, everybody, it's that time, that time when we finally get into our film. And this week's film is the 1989 release or (laughs) film, whatever, directed by Joe Dante. It is the film starring that man, the one we all love, (laughs) Mr. Tom Hanks himself, in the film The Burbs.
1: Tom Hanks is like the most. What is it? The most um, well liked celebrity.
2: Yes, like yeah. he's considered as one of the nicest celebrities. But I yeah. think he is one of those like, yeah, he's really one of those well liked celebrities. I don't think any. I mean, yeah, he doesn't get any hate. Like you know, Mm-mm,
1: no, he has like if you Google, he has like really fun photos with fans and stuff. Sometimes there's anyway. that
2: one where he's all <laughs> some kids like pretending to be drunk and like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, ah, laughing at him.
1: That's funny. That was awesome. Anyway. So if you haven't seen the movie, The Burbs, basically the plot is uh, it's a small, it's supposed to be small town, suburban homes, and uh, they get, Tom Hanks gets a new neighbor living next to him, but nobody's seen what they look like, nobody comes in and out of the house, the house is all run down and messed up and everything, and uh, and they, they just never see him, everybody's curious, they're not sure... You know, how many people live there. And, uh, and everybody's just kind of snooping around their house to see what's going on.
3: Yeah. But
1: it's, but it's funny because it's got a good cast of characters. It's got Tom Hanks in it. Um, he plays the hero, the main person of the movie. Um, his wife is Princess Leia herself, Carrie Fisher.
2: Yes, who looks amazing in this film.
1: She looks really good. Um, then, acro- I think across the way is uh, Bruce Dern, Laura yes. Dern's
2: dad. From Jurassic Park, who's had a resurgence uh, in his career because of Nebraska. Oh, and that's now right. He's going to be in the new uh, the uh, Quentin Tarantino movie that's coming out. The, Hateful Eight. Yeah, the Hateful Eight. He's going to be in that. So that's that's awesome to see. Because I remember when I saw the Nebraska when he was he was nominated for an Oscar though he didn't win. But when I saw that, I was like, ah, it's from the Burbs. <laughs> that's <laughs> what I knew. I've always known he's, him uh... from.
1: He's also in Django Unchained for, like, a couple, like, maybe less than a minute. Yeah. So, that's, so I'm pretty sure that's probably why Quentin Tarantino was like, oh, be in this movie, too.
2: He was probably a fan of the burbs, you know? (laughs) He probably (laughs) was. He was like, oh, you, as the grizzled
1: vet, love it. Um, So, anyway, he lives across the street with his, like, hot, blonde wife. And then his neighbor um, is... Who just passed away? The actor I can't What's say that? his last name. Do you know how to say his last name?
2: Oh no, uh, I I know what you're it's talking a about. Rick.
1: I think it's Rick Duke, Duke Uh I don't know if I'm saying it right. His first name is Rick, but I don't know how to say his last name. I think it's like.
2: Wait you, wait wait. Uh, are you talking about um, the,
1: his funny neighbor?
2: His funny neighbor. Yeah. Wait, the other guy. Bruce, Bruce Stern's funny neighbor. No no no. Tom Hanks' funny neighbor. Who oh, was? It, like, oh time? wait, he just passed away.
1: Yeah, Rick Ducomen, Yeah, holy
2: monkeys! I didn't know that.
1: I, I might be slaughtering his last name, but um, but yeah, no, he just passed away a um, couple months ago, and um, from oh, the photos I looked crap. at, he lost some weight and everything.
2: Oh, dude, he died on June, in June second. I mean, yeah, 12th.
1: yeah, which I was really sad about.
2: Yeah, it's um, Ducommun. Oh because min. yeah,
1: he, he to me makes the movie. He's the he's the comedy relief obviously but he has some great lines in the movie. Um, I just love it. God,
0: I, so, didn't, I didn't know he yeah, was dead. Yeah. I
1: know it's about sorry to bum you out but I yeah. just learned that right now.
2: I was like, oh, I didn't know. <laughs> His
1: reaction is real. He's very saddened by the news.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I I I mean for for all of us like especially like as kids like the like you know who grew up like he was in... He was played, like, the main monster in Little Monsters. Like, not the main. Mm-hmm. He was, like, the the thug of the little boy. But I remember him, like... And he, he does in, a lot
1: of voice... He did a lot of voices, right?
2: Yeah, he was also in a weird bit part in Spaceballs, but...
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I didn't know.
1: Sorry. Oh, man. is gonna be, like, yeah. totally depressed the rest of the episode. And, Sorry. And
2: he, he played a funny, a funny character in, um... What's that called? in freaking um, uh, the scary movie, the first one. He was. Oh, al- okay. He was also in a, in another Joe Dante film. He was in Gremlins two. Yeah. Um, and then he was in Encino Man. <laughs> wow, you know, hey, I'm like, yeah, ca-
1: character actor, I guess you could say. Yeah,
2: he was a character <laughs> actor. And that 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 bums me out. And that,
1: bringing up Joe Dante, Joe Dante likes to have um. Well, obviously, we talked about the kid from Hocus Pocus in Erie, Indiana being in his movie and, and using him a couple times. But he likes to use a lot of the, um, the uh, same actors. You'll notice in, I think, almost every one of his movies, he's got Dick Miller. And he puts... Uh, Dick Miller uh, in this movie is one of the Trash Men. But uh, Dick Miller in uh, Gremlins is The Neighbor. Um, and he's in a lot of Joe, Di- uh, Joe Dante films. Um, then also, uh, Robert Picardo plays the other trash guy in the movie. Yeah. And, uh, Robert Picardo is in, um, from what I can remember, he's in Matinee. He plays, uh, the guy that's in charge of, or he's, like, part of the movie theater or something. Yeah, that that guy, that guy's
2: a huge character actor.
1: (laughs) I've seen him before. I went to, um... What was it? I went to Fangoria Weekend of Horrors, like <laughs> in awesome. 2007, and I walked by and I saw Robert Ricardo. At the time, I mostly recognized him from I think he was in Deep Space Nine, and he played the hologram.
2: Oh yeah, he Space was Nine. In, I forgot he was in that.
1: So I mostly knew him from that. I'm like, oh man, Deep Space Nine. I could, I think I'm right. Not Voyager. I keep, I get Voyager and Deep Space Nine um, uh, mixed, but anyway. But I'm like, oh, I knew, I knew him from that. But I mean, he's in tons of other stuff. But anyway, he's the trash guy.
2: Yeah, you're right, because he was also in <clears> Gremlins, <throat> too, and he was in Inner Space, because Inner Space was also done by Jill Dante.
1: Right, yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, so back to Rick. Um, he's the neighbor, he's the wacky, funny neighbor who kind of pushes the story along. Um, And then you've got his uh, the other neighbor that they introduce is Walter, the old man who lives at the end of the street.
2: Yeah, we never really get a sense of him except for just being a dick. Yeah,
1: a cranky old man, basically. Yeah,
2: with a poodle.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, which... I I went to look at some trivia about this movie, which I always like to do. That yeah. poodle is the same one from Silence of the Lambs. It's Precious from Silence of the Lambs.
3: <laughs>
1: which I thought was awesome because that's like yeah. one of my favorite movies. So I'm like, "Oh, cool."
2: Put the lotion. Uh, you know, I'm just going to I'm just going to get the sound bite and put it right here.
1: <laughs> it yeah, yeah. Precious. Precious.
2: <laughs>
1: so, that's cool. But yeah, so that's the last neighbor that you meet. And basically, um but anyway, I want to say that um, this movie was filmed um, all, it never go, it never um, takes place out of the neighborhood. It always takes place in the neighborhood, which is fantastic. So it kind of, I mean, it's a comedy and for what it's worth, but I kind of look at it as like a play. You don't leave that. That area. I mean, they do cut to different people' houses, but it stays in that same general location, which is very, a very interesting film that makes it very close knit and kind of um, not claustrophobic, but just um, <clears throat> all together like that. Yeah, which it, I think it's, is really interesting.
2: It's like it's one of those like I mean, it almost feels like it could take place in a day, but it doesn't. Um, Right. Yeah. But it's just, I think it takes place in a span of like two or three days. Yeah, I think.
1: Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like, and and because I know he's on his vacation from work or whatever, so it looks Mm -hmm. like he's probably like just two or three days out. But yeah, at no point do they. I know they were they were thinking of like, oh, maybe we should leave the neighborhood, but then they felt like no, it's just gonna take away from the whole story. Like, Mm -hmm. of leaving, you know. So you never get an outside look of the neighborhood. It just always stays in there. You know, right. only when he's on the roof you can see Burbank, California in the background from uh, when he's on when Bruce oh, is yeah. on the roof. Well, I you... think
3: um
1: I think the only time they cut out of the of the um cul de sac area is flashbacks or not flashbacks but um like dream sequences. I think that's it.
2: Yeah, but even if the the dream sequence there's only one and it's there's they're not really anywhere. It's just all that's true. It's all black. You it's know? very
1: true. Very true. Yeah. But um so anyway it does take place all in that um in that neighborhood. And that neighborhood exists and you can visit today. It's on the back lot of Universal Studios. Yes. The tour. Which they've used for many different things. For me, every time I go down that street I'm gonna think the burbs because I always enjoyed the burbs and stuff, and they filmed different things. But in recent times, um, when you go on the tour, what they'll tell you is that it was um, used um, to film Desperate Housewives. Yeah,
2: like, that's always, like, even though the show's not even on anymore. No, it's off, yeah. But that's all they, it's (laughs) called Mysterio Lane or something like that, right?
1: Yeah, it was called Mysterio Lane. Now, I think they have it back to its original name of um, Colonial Street
2: oh okay yeah because every time like throughout the the good amount of years that i've been there as of recent that yeah that's that's always it's claim to fame now they always talk about oh you know but i remember before desperate housewives they would flat out just name a good amount of stuff that was filmed there like they would mention leave it a beaver the Munsters, animal house Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. the burbs like they would just throw out all this stuff that was filmed now whenever i've gone it's always like you know a lot of films stuff was filmed here you might notice it but most notably it's from desperate house right yeah really like that's it but now
1: i think because desperate housewives is is gone i think they've been kind of trying to integrate um more of the other things that used to be used for so i think that's good but yeah i know i know you're talking about like if you went during the time the show was on it was all desperate housewives on that that
2: that show was huge
1: oh yeah i watched it i liked it (laughs) (laughs) i liked that show the first like the first couple seasons i was like all about that i liked it but oh, I wow. thought that was really interesting. So it all—it's you know, if you wanna, if you wanna see some of the burbs, go to Universal Studios and take the tram tour, which is probably the best part of that park or studio, whatever you want to call it.
2: Yeah, the tram is always. And
1: best. you get to see the clock tower from <clears throat> yeah. Back to the Future, to the which
2: future.
1: partly burned down in two thousand eight.
2: Oh, mo- actually, most of it did. So did it? All, yeah. all of it, all, the Back to the Future, most lot, of it did. Yeah, is is all it's all rebuilt, so it's not the oh, original yeah. anymore. That but that down because some dumbass left a, a blowtorch on.
1: Yeah, and, and all that um that uh what was it uh, like um old film reels burned or their um their warehouse of um what was it?
2: I can't uh, remember, uh, but a lot of it- like uh,
1: like their archive yeah of, like, like there was a there's a bunch too.
2: of stuff that because i remember watching the news like it was like it, it, it like on the tie like the main like headline it said universal studios on fire and everyone was like whoa oh, and then i that. was
1: bummed i was so because i around that time like 2007 i had a pass and me and my friends we would go all the time we were obsessed with that tour we yeah. loved it and um and i was bummed too because part uh, the king kong part was burned down too. And I really enjoyed that. So we were just like totally bummed out. And I remember going when it like got better and everything. we're like so excited because they're building everything back up. And of course, like being such a big back to the future fan, I was like, yes, the courthouse is back and everything. And that's all back. But yeah, like when I heard that, I was like, no, like that sucks. Like that was such a bummer,
2: man. Yeah. And that's why like before, like when I would go on the tours and every time we'd go through that section, I'm always like oh, dude it's back to the future like dude this is the last film right there <laughs> but now when you go through it it's just even though they say oh back to it's like no it wasn't it, it's it's not the same like they just rebuilt the right, everything yeah. it's not it's not the original clock tower it's not the it's I not think, Hill Valley square like it's not
1: I think um what I heard too is before it burned down they had the original clock tower but um, when they filmed other things, they would put, like, another facade over it so yeah. they wouldn't change the one that was behind it because they used that area for, like, I know it, they use it in Bruce Almighty and they used it in all these other different films, but I remember them saying that they would just put, like, another facade over that facade to yeah. keep that original. I could be wrong, but that's what I heard.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, I, I don't know. It just, <laughs> it just sucks because when you go through there, you're just like, yeah, you're looking... You're not looking at the same thing anymore, you know, so...
1: So, anyway, back to the movie. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I know. I can talk about Universal Studios a lot. Really like that place.
2: We should just um, do a Universal episode because it's. We like, should. You know, <laughs> I, I could bring up a lot of like the 80s stuff that I remember from Universal. From
1: from there, yeah. And I never went in the 80s, obviously, but. I went a lot, like I. You know what? I'll tell you what. The first time I ever went, I hated it because I was little, really? and they didn't have any rides, and I was so used to Disneyland. and I was like, "This sucks." Oh. <laughs> and I remember hating. My grandparents t- t- took me, but I was little. I think the only thing I really liked was the Beetlejuice show, which I always loved. Beetlejuice. Oh so. my
2: gosh, you liked that stupid show? The yeah. Rock, the I was a kid. I was a kid. review, the cheap songs. Like I get that music is like, you know. I I mean (laughs) it's
1: awful now. Well, it's not there anymore. But
2: it was just so like because they would do like renditions of like popular like it seemed like Motown (laughs) hits or something. I don't know. But (laughs) yeah, the music was just it was it was them singing it. Because you I mean the way the show started was like you know like it's showtime and this and that. He comes out and he pulls a lever and all these monsters come out all scary looking. You're like. Like, all right, what's going to happen now? Like, dude, this is going to be bad. And then after he, like, <laughs> sucks them in to some, uh, like, portal thing or something, he like, wait, hold I on. I don't even know. They, then they start going back, like, they get, as if they're being... Because we had this on VHS, and I remember my little brother used to love watching it Did you this. record it, or yeah, what Yeah, every it? time we would go to Universal, <laughs> my dad would take the camcorder, and he'd film everything. Mm-hmm. All the shows, everything, and we'd film it. So I remember we had the Beetlejuice thing, and my little brother would watch it all the time. And, um and that was the thing like you see the the monsters come out and they're like you know and and then he like sucks them back in to like some weird machine and they go back and then after that they come out and bah you know little explosions or whatever yeah and they're all dressed all stupid like (laughs) 80s like yeah like like, all like rockered out or pop-ish like Mm -hmm. madonna whatever and they're like and then they just start singing songs like the whole show is just music and you're like Really, like what the hell? And I have a buddy who used to work that show. He worked as an usher, and mm-hmm. he he knows the music by memory. Like, oh God! You ask him, and he'll sing the. Song. That's awful. <laughs> he knows. He knows even the dialogue in between wow. the songs. Like he knows everything. It's so cheap. It was... yeah, that
1: was like the only thing I liked when I went there.
2: God, you well, you didn't like the American Tale show, or what?
1: Oh, I don't even know if I, I probably watched that, and I didn't like. I don't know. I liked Beetlejuice as a kid, so I was into that. Because I watch the show, and I I always watch the movie, like, over and over, over again. That was That's another movie that I totally... I didn't even mention it in the other podcast, but I'm a huge Beetlejuice fan. Oh, really?
2: I don't even yeah. know if we've done it yet. I think we have, if there's a previous episode where when, you know, me and Renata recorded it. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember, but, I mean, I've got to do it again.
1: Oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. yeah. Um, so, anyway, back to the movie. yeah uh, <laughs> Um, so anyway, I think I m- mostly told the plot of it and everybody who's in it and stuff, but um, the the character um, of, like, the funny neighbor kind of pushes Tom Hanks' character to kind of get super paranoid about the people living next to him. So, like, everybody's all, like, um, like curious about them and stuff and like heard creepy stories and everything and tom hanks lives right next to him so he's like kind of like always staring at the house and wondering about it but his friend the, the funny friend um yeah the his funny, name is guy, uh, you know. his name is ray i think
2: yeah it's ray because
1: there's a couple lines that aren't that funny i guess but they're funny to me um Anyway, pushes him to, like, go look at the house, like, to be, you know, to go over, ring the doorbell, see, see who's in there, like, be kind of brave and everything to go, uh, you know, find out what's going on over there. And, you know, every time they, like, try to go see what's going on, like, th- bad things happen to them, like, the bees chase after them and, and all this, like, bad stuff. You know?
2: Yeah. Well, all right. Real quick, you say the bees came out when they when they first went. They went to knock because, yeah, that was the thing. Like it was the night before, um, it was raining and there was loud loud noise. That's how the movie starts. Right. Like, yeah.
1: They're, they hear like loud noises coming from like their the basement. The basement
2: yeah. From the
1: from the neighbor's house.
2: Yeah, and and then um, at that point, um, what you call it, um. Tom Hanks walks over, and and he's like, oh, I heard that. And then that's when Ray comes out, and then they, like, dare each other to go. The whole neighborhood is watching them, so they feel like they're forced. Bees come out when they go knocking because the number six flips over, and the nine flips to six.
1: (laughs) And it becomes six-six, yeah.
2: Yeah. So when bees come out and attack them, and then you see, like, somebody looking out the window. The thing is, uh, like, freaking... The, a few days later everybody goes and revisits but the bees are gone like did they just leave on their own like yeah, do bees yeah do they that? probably
1: left yeah they probably do yeah yeah because as soon as like they know that their like place has been compromised like they they know it's not safe so they'll go like to a different place really
2: yeah because it seemed like when the hole opened i would figure like oh there's probably a hive in there and that's why the bees were there or maybe it was a trap
1: no, I think their house is just, like, really shitty. <laughs> and, like, they weren't taking care of it.
2: Because, mm.
1: like, remember they walked and then their their foot goes into the into their um, porch and everything?
2: Yeah, that joke happens twice, though. Alright, um, there's a weird cut there, ladies and gentlemen, sorry. Uh, my card <laughs> said, uh, card fool! I was like, oh, crap, I forgot to delete stuff. But anyways, uh, but, I mean, my... My point where I was bringing up about the bees, I don't know. I don't even know why it why went with that. <laughs> it was just kind of dumb. Like, I started realizing mid conversation. I'm like, yeah, bees will do that. Like, I mean, even if they have the hive, like, I mean, based on, like, sometimes they'll take off. Or if they're just, like, trying to find somewhere, they'll stay there for a moment. And then they'll just take off. Like, they'll leave. Because it happened yeah. at one of my friend's houses. Like, a, a whole massive swarm of, like, bees that could develop almost like a nest or whatever. And, and, and my friend's house, like, right in his like, where his front door was. They were there for, like, maybe 45 minutes or so. And then at one point, they all just took off. And he told me it was loud. It was like... Oh, God, that's scary. Yeah, and they left. It looked like a giant black cloud. He said it looked weird, like, when they took off. But, um... It's like my girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, you don't want to get stung by That's so sad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, well, I guess... All right, look, the best way to describe these characters, ladies and gentlemen... If you haven't watched it, it's like the one thing about Ray's character and Tom Hanks. What's Tom Hanks's character? What's his name? Uh, um. Oh, oh no! Art? Oh wait, Tom Hanks is Ray.
1: Oh, Tom Hanks is Ray, and, and Art is yeah, the yeah because guy. he goes Art's got a gun. <laughs> I just thought that's so funny when he's out there with the
2: gun. <laughs> yeah, Art's got a gun. Yeah, there's uh is uh is like if you were a fan of the X Files. Agent Scully is Ray, Tom Hanks' character.
1: Yeah, there you go. And
2: yeah. and Mulder is art, you know, uh, Rick, yeah. Duke Common. Because uh, Tom Hanks, his characters he's skeptical. He's one that right. he kind of wants to like, alright, he sees stuff and all that, but he still feels there has to be a reasonable explanation for this but he's not pushed like he still has that logic in his mind like oh, I don't know whereas to art you know he's all like already like no no these people are weird There, there's something's going on we know mm-hmm. for sure there's a dead body and 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 then then you add mm-hmm. Bruce Stern's character you know the army veteran he's yeah. just he's the typical stereotypical like I went to war I mean every yeah. morning he goes puts up a flag salutes with his wife who really like i i don't know what i mean i know it's for the movie but even then like like the way she's dressed like when they're out <laughs> gardening like yeah i mean is maybe for him it's like a trophy wife obviously it's a trophy wife but still like i mean what the hell and then even the neighbor what was it ricky right like cory feldman's characters like all looking at her butt and she and he's like hey you know i don't see any tan lines and then she just like smiles like she smiles at him like instead of being like oh like what are you looking at she smiles like what's going on there with that you know but yeah you know and he's like that kid's a meatball i, I like that because he doesn't really like his neighbor you know he tells him to go paint your house you know and stuff like that uh, yeah um but yeah like that was the one thing i always remember even as a kid i was always like right. what the hell like what's wrong with this lady Like, why is she all like naked but um <laughs> and then cory found just like the cool kid in the neighborhood who happens to just be lucky to live in one of the most awesome neighborhoods and, and just think about it when you're a kid yeah
1: he gets a kick out of living there like he loves that there's like drama going on and like funny stuff happening and he's telling you know, to his friends or his girlfriend, like, all right, he's kind of setting up the character. He's like, okay, this is, this oh, is yeah. Ray. He's the, he's the skeptical. And this is Buddy pushes him to do this stuff. And, and the, the, my neighbor over here, he, you know, is uh, army, well, you know, kind of basically what you're doing. You're setting up the story. He's yeah. kind of doing that a little bit.
2: Holy crap. Um, I, I totally forgot about that. You're right. Yeah. Because, he has... It's like a date or something, right? Because she's like, why couldn't we just go to the movies? Yeah, and like, he said this is cute? better. Yeah, and I forget. He put he put, brings out his little, like, lawn chairs, those those chairs that they... they you know what? I love those chairs. They don't exist anymore. You can't find them. They're all <laughs> Yeah. But I remember, ha- you know, everyone had those chairs. But um, he puts them out in the front, and he sits there with this girl, and they watch like, the show, like, I mean, like, yeah, it's like a show, basically, they're like, yeah, totally. you know because that's what happens, when, when everything is gonna go down, like, alright um, I guess, like, yeah, what happens with this film, like, I know you mentioned the plot but, like, if we get into the storyline uh, they, they suspect something's going on, but they've never met their neighbors, like, and what's cool about this is, like, we, like, I, I could almost guaranteed, uh, guarantee, guarantee that all of you have probably, as kids know a house like this you all have no—I—there I, I, was a few. I remember growing up, there was houses where you just knew, like, I we never see those people come out. Like, where are they from? And, you know, they could work graveyard shifts. And we don't know. As kids, we don't know what a graveyard shift even is. So. Right so it's like you never see anybody or maybe their house they don't really take care of the house like like i, I and it's just like it's what's cool so when you're a kid like i mean if you watch this when you're young or even as an adult you could relate because you always have those weird names neighbor- in which that's where the idea for this film came from was the writer was like i knew of uh, had someone like this in the neighborhood someone that they they you never really saw them at all and they never kept up with their yard it was always a, a trashy so right so it's cool. So you could kind of have that feeling like, oh, you could relate like, yeah, I mean, it's like, fuck, like, who are these people? So, so throughout the film, they're trying to figure it out. Uh, they have a, a neighbor who, who ends up going missing. Cause one morning they, they, um, they freaking, they see a wig, right? No, actually it's after when they, all right. Okay. Uh, I want to bring up this part cause I'm going to rant about it is, is the fact of when, is it that when... Yeah, it's that night when they're watching the... Is it? Yeah, they're watching the freaking... Um, the Corey Feldman. It's that night, right? They go out there, and then that's when the... the is that when he delivers the trash?
1: I think so. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when he delivers the trash, because that's when Corey Feldman's out there. He's, like, watching. He explains all of them. And then that's when Hans, the garage door opens. And they're like, oh, what the hell? And then they all hide. The garage door opens, and he, he comes out... He takes out this big bag, puts it in the trash and beats the hell out of it to fit it <laughs> into the trash can. Gets back in the car and drives out. Then it starts to rain. It starts raining. Corey Feldman I think says like rain delay or something like that. And at that point they want to go look at it and and I don't know who says it like let's go. But he's like he's like yeah. It's like really at like eleven at night. Like wouldn't it be suspicious? Like he's like all right. Well that trash is going over. We'll see it at first first light. But with first light like wouldn't you wanna freaking i i would that's my problem like why did they wait till the next day to do it
0: welcome to intermission yeah intermission
2: Okay, again, why didn't they why the hell did they leave it? Okay, if there was a dead body Oh yeah, if there was
1: a body, why would they even like leave it there for people to go investigate? Yeah. Is that you're saying yeah.
2: No, no 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 not not on their behalf because uh I mean who knows if they're they're smart or they're morons about it. I mean, it could have been see that's the one thing about this movie, is that it leads you to believe that they're innocent until seriously the very end of the film
1: yeah i mean it makes them look very suspicious but you kind of think like if you watch enough movies you're thinking okay they're making them look so suspicious that they're probably not even anything wrong with them you know what i mean they're playing it up so much that there's they're probably completely innocent you know
2: and then that's what they do because it's like all right they bring out the guy he brings out the trash so is it just their suspicion or what but the, the 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 first part is like all right why would they do that because it's like all right maybe yeah like but i'm thinking like okay what if they did drop it on they didn't think anybody was watching because even hans looks around and then gets back in the car and drives off so at that point it starts raining it's less like why not just go and grab it and run off like take off running who cares it's already garbage like yeah instead they're like nah it's not that trash ain't going nowhere we'll wait till tomorrow morning it's like no. Why wait? Go for it. Go look at it right go now. Go look now. Or let's hang out. Let's stick back. Let's wait a half hour. Let's just chill here on the porch watching that trash. Yeah. Then as time dies down, they will probably in bed or they're sleeping. Who knows? Go over there and grab it real quick. Like, yeah. Like that's the part that bothered me because right then and there, they could have been. I mean, been- if it was
1: a dead body, they would have instantly call the cops on them exactly you know? or
2: just run because it's a garbage bag run up and rip it open look in nothing run away that's yeah. it that's all they had to do and instead they don't i guess. <laughs> just wait around yeah i get it's for the whole movie purposes and all that but yeah. logistically speaking if that were me that were you and that were max you know uh you could be the bruce stern character if you want <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're the ar- you're the army veteran but no <laughs> but if, if we were all there all three of us and that was our neighbor all, all being freaking they brought out that i would be like like no hold on let's wait a bit all right he's gone all right i would run over there and literally just rip the bag open right on right from the top i'm not even pouring it out i'm not even taking it it's in it's right on the top i would just rip it open i can clearly see what's in there and if i just see it's garbage then it's garbage and i'll be like all right Let's go. You know all
1: all I'm thinking right now is having my face photoshopped over Bruce Dern's face and having your guys' face photoshopped (laughs) hiding behind (laughs) trash cans right now. That's all I'm thinking of right
2: now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh what's funny too that if I Photoshop you on Bruce Dern's face, majority of the time he's wearing a vest with no shirt under. So it would be kinda weird. (laughs)
1: That's
3: awesome.
2: <laughs> I'm going to try to do that. If I could get our faces and I'm going to try to find a good image of them three and then Photoshop our faces on it, that be that'd so be hilarious. Awesome. <laughs> I got to find that. I'll, I'll try to see if I could find oh, a good man, image. I've
1: always wanted to be Bruce <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah, you're the army vet salute. Um, but yeah, that, that's the one thing that always irked me, even since I was a little kid. Like, honestly, that was something that from, from when I always watched it, it bothered me that why didn't they just go then like or why did they wait what was the point of waiting because even then uh tom hanks's character ray that night he sees them digging in the backyard Mm -hmm. he sees them digging so what if let's just say they were digging you know and we know they're guilty we know that already they're guilty for if you're if you haven't seen that film spoiler alert yeah, well, people could assume, I mean, already people anticipate spoilers throughout. Yeah. We, we just, we just. This
1: movie's been out for 25 years. Yeah. I, I don't know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, so people can know that we're going to spoil the hell out of this. But what I'm saying is that, okay, if they're digging in the backyard, that could have clearly been like, you know what? Hey, that body back there. And I mean, in the front isn't safe. Go get it. Let's just dig it in the backyard. That's literally what it could have been. You know, yeah. and that's probably what happens. So the next morning, that's when you get those two character actors, especially the one that yeah. was in Gremlins, who
1: Dick Miller and Robert Picardo. Yes,
2: they come. They, they're, they're you know they're getting the trash, and that's when all the characters are like, hey, wait, wait, wait! And then they're <laughs> they're all going for,
1: through the trash trying yeah. to find it. <clears throat> and,
2: and and that's when it was it was it was gone missing. So. From that point, this is where I was trying to go back to the whole story because I realized I right. missed an important. Yeah, because the
1: old man, the the old man on the block, Walter, at the end, um, it, they um, the dog runs out of the house and they, you know, the the this character loves his dog so much and they would never the dog would never just run out by itself or whatever. So they obviously figure something's wrong. So they go over to his house and they find that the army vet guy breaks in. And there something bad has happened in the house, like <clears throat> something that made um the character leave in a hurry and um like a break in. <clears throat> and so they're now they're thinking, you know, the guy is missing and the you know, these creepy people that we live near, maybe they've got Walter. Maybe they got Walter's body. Yeah. And um <clears throat> Tom Hanks' character and it's kind of going back and forth between maybe trying to figure out and in the meantime it's annoying his wife <clears throat> excuse me Carrie Fisher who is just like can you just calm down and not freak out over that and she doesn't want she doesn't want him hanging out with the two neighbors because he's he's trying to he's trying to relax he's not, he's at a staycation she kept saying do you want to go to the to the lake house let's relax we don't have to be here but he's saying no i want to stay here i just want to be lazy i don't want, i just want a staycation so, um, so they keep pushing, you know, hijinks high, high and Sue and Carrie Fisher says, let's just go meet them. We should have just done this weeks ago. Let's go over, bring them brownies, and introduce them to the, us, or introduce them to the neighborhood, or introduce us to them, and, uh, find out, you know, what they're like. So, finally, they do go, uh, visit them, and you meet, um, the first character, which I think you see him in the window. Wait, yeah, he well, looks at him and stuff.
2: Well, before they go over, did the scene where when Ray is in the backyard relaxing and Art comes over and then he's like that when they find the bone? Is that before or after? They that's meet that's
1: before it because he's still trying to relax and everything, and uh, his wife's trying to have him like not be involved. Yeah. Um. But that is a <laughs> that is probably my favorite scene in the movie when uh his dog is digging underneath the fence to the to the creepy neighbors and he finds a, fo- a bone bone <laughs> bone and uh, and uh you know they're ta- they're talking they're not really paying attention and he's tossing the bone and finally the one character looks at it and he's like where did he where did the dog get this bone like what is this and you know he's where where did he find it and he goes he, he dug it up over the you know underneath the fence and they're looking at the bone and uh They go, this just happens to be a human thigh bone, a femur. And he goes, this is Ray, or this is Walter. (laughs) "This, This is Walter. And then they go, ah. Like kind of like a Pee Wee Wee's Playhouse, you know, close up scream basically.
2: Yeah, like it's zooming in and out. We're like, it's ah. so cheesy. And like, like, ah, stop.
1: That,
2: that, <laughs> like that. that. That's the only because that that right there is Joe Dante style. Like he, yes. he he tends to do. You know, he has that style of film, and that's why it's it's hilarious. Like I like I know it, I like that scene because it's funny because it's like there's like he's like with this bone, it's like it's Walter's bone, and yeah, they both start screaming like ah, zooming in and out. It stops zooming. Art stops screaming. And, he, and then he has to stop Tom Hanks from screaming. But if you watch that scene, it just looks funny because Tom Hanks is like, ah, just shaking his head all stupid. And then he stops. I'm like, what? What? Okay. I, um,
1: I found this. this um, Somebody drew both of them doing that scream. I don't know if you've seen it. I'll post it on our Instagram um, at some time between now when the, the episode comes out. But okay. it's funny. It's like a little cartoon of them screaming. With holding the bone it's really <laughs> funny i'll post it on the facebook too so you guys can see but it's really funny it's like the funny i don't know, i love that part in the movie that's like the one part that always sticks out too
2: yeah and then he, ha- he has a, a huge issue with beer cans <laughs> oh like, yeah because the first time um well he gets mad at him because he leaves a note at the neighbor's house walter saying hey i have your dog you know so you know because he wanted he's like all right i'm not gonna leave the dog by itself so I'll, I'll have his dog i'll take care of him and then that's when uh the two friends they try to they like, we have an idea and the wife is like i don't know why the hell she's con- like being like controlling him like it's literally bruce Stern says it like he's like he's like want to take your balls out of her purse because it's like yeah they're like hey want to come out it's like a, it's actually a scene to be a, a joke where yeah. they're like little kids are like hey can he come out and play and the mom's like no he can't but it's like kind of like really like i'm he's a grown <laughs> man he wants to go out with his friends let him like <laughs> really she's controlling him that, that that always bothered me but anyways so they go they leave a note and and then that's when he gets pissed off because he's like first he's he like,
1: that, yeah."
2: He's like sleeping, I think. He's he's like I'm not just trying to nap, you know. His his (laughs) traditional like Tom Hanks. Traditional
1: Tom Hanks freak out.
2: Yeah, yeah, you know. Well, old because he doesn't really do that anymore. But he yeah that you know. And then that's when he gets the beer cans. Like "Ah," he crushes them and throws them. And then later on, when they're running, he he his wife hits him with the screen door in his nose. And he does it again. He grabs the beer can, <laughs> and, goes, right. Your cans. and he just like throws them. And then she's like, is he, "All right, okay, does that you feel better now?" And he just like shakes his head, like you know, like yeah, yeah. like and that that's really Tom Hanks's mannerism from his comedies that he used to do. He that's did he stuff do, like yeah. that. He like has his-
1: great physical comedy, actually. Tom Hanks is very good physical
2: for comedy. I always thought it's just weird. It just sucks that he doesn't do that anymore. Like he won't go out and do comedy. He's like, maybe he did that with that one film with Julia Roberts that went nowhere. Oh
1: yeah. No, nobody saw that.
2: Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. He it's just, it was hilarious. And then, then, all right, then you, you you could go back to this part. So then they go back and then they visit. So we left (laughs) that part out.
1: So yeah, they finally do meet the people that live there. First, they um, meet uh, Hans who I think is, like, the the nephew or whatever. Um, anyway, the, the guy who plays uh, him is in Back to the Future. He <laughs> is in the part where Lorraine is dancing with George, and all of a sudden that redhead kid comes in and, like, tries to dance with her, and then you look over at Marty, and Marty's starting to fade away and everything.
2: Oh, yeah, but then he walks yeah. up, he goes, Scram McFly. And yeah, then... yeah. So that's
1: that same actor. His name is Courtney Gaines.
2: Yeah, he's the um, terrible cholo. There's this ah uh, we got to do this movie one day. There's in there's this 80s movie uh, called Colors. It featured Robert Duvall and Sean Penn. And it's a, it was all about the gangs and, and you know, going the huge gang thing that was going on in the 80s at the time. And he plays a gang banker. So, yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, the red-headed one. ginger? White boy. Yeah. Gangster. And the uh, seriously, it's so stupid cuz throughout the whole movie they say homes after every word like all right yeah homes <laughs> not homes all right homes all right because they're not yeah. cholos they're actors playing gang gang bangers you know and oh it's so terrible but yeah that actor freaking he played his character is perfect for this role because the way they made him look and every time if you notice it's very subtle every time they do a close-up with him or anything you hear a fly you always hear a fly like he smells or something. Oh, really? Like yeah.
1: A, like a buzzing around him like that. Yeah.
2: Like when he when they first open the door and he comes out and she's like, "Hi, we're your neighbors." They look at him. You hear a fly. Later. <laughs> so gross. Yeah. That's
1: great. That's awesome, though. That's such
2: a great little touch. Yeah, and then later yeah. on when um, the 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 I don't know her character name, but the hot wife, blonde trophy wife. I'll just say uh-huh. trophy wife. Yeah, she like says something to him, and she kind of touches him, and he freaks out. Yeah, again, you hear a fly. Like it's like, does he yeah. smell? Like is he nasty? Like, oh, like you know, his teeth are all chweck. Like you yeah. made him dark. Like I don't know, but I, I that character, he's good.
1: When Brewster meets him, he's like, Ah, Hans, that's a Christian name. Hans yeah. Christian Anderson.
2: <laughs> and then this is this is all right. I brought this up many times before with episodes where there's stuff that I, I quote or say to this day. And right here, when he's, he does that, he keeps like, because the difference is Ray, Tom Hanks' character, isn't, isn't like he's just going over and just trying to be neutral. Where Bruce Dern is right away insinuating they, they're, they're guilty you know so when he's going up to him he's kind of pressing him and he crashes into the uh a, a cat like a a, dr- a drawer a dresser drawer or something and a frame falls over and then he picks it up and he's like oh pretty girl here he's like girlfriend and he goes it came with the frame he's like oh it came with the frame that line i still to this day at work i said it whenever i'm bringing out frames or something or whatever i'll say yeah. that stupid line like to this day I've always said it came with the frame like I don't know (laughs) why it makes no reference but if there's a picture in it or whatever like you know you guys you know that you'd you'd have to do photography at work you Uh take pictures and sometimes you guys put pictures in the frames of us and all this and that and I always look at it and I'll be like and whoever's there, sometimes I'll be like, it came with the frame. Like, and for no reason, it's no one gets it, but it's it's just one of those lines I've always said. I'm like, oh, it came with the frame. You know, it's just, it, it, I don't know, it's so stupid. But I, I say that line and watching this, I'm like, God, why the hell do I say that? It's not funny. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> I just like <laughs> saying it. It's so weird. Yeah. But maybe it's my tribute to the movie.
1: Another part I like is when Bruce Stern is kind of looking at the wallpaper and he starts to kind of peel it and then he peels like a big chunk off of it (laughs) yeah
2: hilarious (laughs) and then
1: but um i heard that i heard that a lot of the comedy in it was um improvised yeah
2: it was and that what what you just said was an improvised uh scene yeah he it wasn't even required he just did it just to do i don't know what else was improvised but that one it has been written that it said he did improvise that what was the scene it was in that scene when they're all together cause I cause god damn. his face the who's the uncle what's the actual uncle like not his actor name but his character name the uncle
1: uh Reuben
2: yeah is it Uncle Reuben
1: it's Reuben and then the and the brother that's the doctor
2: yeah the doctor my yeah. brother the doctor <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's like so proud that he's a doctor. Yeah. He's like, and everybody, this is my brother, the doctor. And he kind of has a grin, but his face is just always like serious, like pissed off. He looks like a freaking bulldog because the first time when they come in, he right away walks up to, to Tom Hanks and him, he's like, you're the one that lives next door. <laughs> and just like his face like Bleh. you do that pretty good <laughs> <laughs> and then my my favorite line from from that character like i just love it because i can't remember what they say uh i, I know bruce stern says it. i can't remember right now i can't remember but he asks him and he just turns and goes no <laughs> that's it he just goes no and he doesn't respond. No, nothing. He, that's all he says is no. But he's always staring at Tom Hanks the whole goddamn time in that scene. It's so uncomfortable for Tom it's Hanks. It's hilarious.
1: To... And he's eating. They offer them um, oh. sardines and God. pretzels, and Tom Hanks takes a sardine and puts on the pretzel to be nice. Was that a real it. sardine? I have no idea. But that that um, that like noise that he makes after he eats it, <laughs> where yeah. he, it sounds like he's. Like choking and has like allergic reaction. It cracks me up every time. He's just sitting there. It's quiet and he's just like,
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> I think yeah. that cracks me up so much. And
2: then he gets the paper, the newspaper. Goes, <laughs> like, sorry. And then yeah, I think he says the dust in the air. But I didn't know. See, this is this is what I love. When you're a kid, you watch something and then you catch things as an adult because you understand it more. As a kid, I didn't. I didn't get that he did that because of of what Bruce Stern asked, you know?
3: Mm-hmm. He
2: asked a question that revolved around, like, the whole, like, you know, just suspecting them of being crazy murderers, where's Walter's yeah. body, and stuff like that. So he did that as a distraction to be like, dude, like, let's not go there. Like, and I didn't know that. As a kid, I thought sardines were spicy, and that's why he did that. like he would just like the spice because it's like because one thing I, 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 I looked it up you know I thought IMDB might have you know trivia and it said oh yeah Tom Hanks really ate a sardine on a pretzel but there's nothing that says it and I always wondered like was that a real sardine like or what did they just make it with something else that tasted good and but like like why the hell was he, his wife too? What a bitch! Like, I mean, <laughs> she so, made
1: him. She made him eat it.
2: <laughs> she didn't do it though. She she, like, she
1: didn't. She said no thanks. and Then she looked at him and said, "Yeah, oh, we kind of have to do it."
2: <laughs> yeah, like why? Why did you do it? I would have looked at her like, no, nah, you do too." Like that made me. That always made me mad that she's like no, but then looks at him and does <laughs> the little like look at him like yeah, you better do it and yeah. he has to eat it and then again there's hans looking at him just staring at him <laughs>
1: just staring at him
2: just <laughs> mad as a like a bulldog just looking at him and and then that's when like they 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 bang the, the floor and they hear toon toon he's like oh is that another he's like oh is that uh someone in the captive in the he's like i think that's when hans says oh no you know and that's yeah when, my brother the doctor you know and then i think i'm like hello everybody uh, yeah. And he comes out and I love that that song that moment of the song that when he first appears, they play this cool little or, um this orchestra music mm-hmm. and that always reminds me of this one creepy level from Buster Bust Loose. <laughs> it's a <different>, it's <laughs> okay. game. But there's this one level where it's like a haunted mansion that you go to. And the music that's played in that game always reminded me of that scene. Mm-hmm. But I love I love the music that's played like throughout the, the movie. Um, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it, it's cool. And then every time Bert, Bruce Stern is character, you always hear the music of, Pat, of Patton.
1: Mm-hmm. The- yeah, Pat And I, Yeah, I like it because it's uh, Jerry Goldsmith
2: yeah. who,
1: who did the music for that. And then a couple times when they um, first try to go ring on the doorbell, um, Art and Ray, they play some of... Um, I never noticed. I think it's an Inicio Morricone. You know, the, he does the music for like Spaghetti Westerns. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like if you ever watched Django Unchained or even Kill Bill, uh, Quentin Tarantino uses a lot of his music in it. But I love that song um, that they play when they're. And also another thing I noticed is every time they step on the property or get really close to the the house,
2: property wind
1: wind blows at their face like it's like this gush of wind and like oh, yeah yeah every, yeah every every time I think that's hilarious. Like you they when they talk about it or if they get close, you always get this sort of. Wind blowing against them And I think that's always really funny But anyway During them meeting uh, The people And they, the doctor comes up And gives them this bloody Bloody handshake Because he's been working on a corpse Downstairs Or whatever You know You don't ever know What he's really doing
2: Yeah He um, says he was painting
1: Yeah but, you know, it's all bloody and stuff. In the meantime, Art was not invited because Art was way too suspicious. He's been trying to kind of snoop around their house. And he gets into the backyard and um, sets off their their dog, which is like a Great Dane. Which <laughs> the one character is like, you have a horse in your basement? Yeah, <laughs> Which I always thought it was hilarious. And then the dog runs away and all this crazy stuff happens. Which I think is really interesting because all this crazy stuff happens and they're all standing there i don't know if you know they're all sitting there like deadpan like oh whatever like you know the people that live there they're just kind of like well that happens you know what I mean like they don't they're not mad or anything yeah you know and i'm like why aren't they mad when when like people rip stuff in their house or the dog goes through the the front porch and they wrecked all this they wrecked a lot of the stuff in their house and everything and they don't even care they're just like oh sorry sorry you know you know all this and everything And during um, that time, they mention that they're going to be gone for the day, like the next day or something, because he works at the university. He's a doctor. And so that which sets up them deciding to eventually uh, go over. Well, the reason why they decide to go over is they find the man, the old man at the end of the house. They think the neighbors killed. They find the toupee in their home. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're thinking. uh tom hanks character goes well now i definitely have evidence now we have to go over they're gonna be gone for the day me and um you know the army guy and art and ray decide that they're gonna do this
2: yeah and it's crazy because like see the the reason why that 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 i love this scene i really like this scene right here because after the whole thing when art they've realized he's like the the doctor goes that he's like another neighbor a fat one you know and then yeah. that's when he falls in this and that at that point he's like well it's been lovely they all leave and then tom hanks this time now he feels more like confident because the first time when he first walks in he's freaking out yeah he looks down like he doesn't even uh, acknowledge hans like he looks down and guys kind of goes around them and he's just being weird but at that moment you see like he has more of like like uh a confidence to him it's like well it's been good he shakes their hand but he's more like confident about something so you're like huh what happened and then you learn because that's when their next story like they're all arguing all the women all that see there's nothing and then that's when he's like I think they're fine this and that he's like let me talk to the boys he pulls them aside and then that's when he has that twinkle in his eye like I know mm-hmm. something more and that's yeah he pulls it out but that, I've, I've always liked that scene because it's a different like for, for right there for him it was confirmation because for the longest time, yeah, he was skeptical. and yeah. it took him that moment, and but it, it's cool because they hint to the previous owners because they mentioned the owners like, yeah, they just up and left like these yeah, old. Yeah, you old, never
1: knew what happened to the uh, yeah.
2: the owners before the creepy yeah. and came in. And even Bruce Dern asks uh, Ruben. He asks him like, uh, uh, Talia is like, yeah, no, you know, it's kind of weird. Like, you know, i have never even seen. He's like. He's like, it was parked in the front all day, you know, and, <laughs> <laughs> and he just does that again. He yeah. always goes back to that mad face, like you know. And I, I just, I wish there was more involved with that character. I liked him because he yeah. was just, a, he was so mean. But I wish they featured him more. But they obviously didn't. You know, um, but
1: there's a great little monologue I forgot to mention earlier in the movie when they're still su- kind of uh, suspicious and they've never haven't met them yet. Um, they're waiting, they're standing outside, kind of hanging out. Uh, it's, uh, Art and Ray and, uh, Corey Feldman's character. Yeah. And they start talking about, you know, people in the suburbs, you know, they're, they're kind of crazy. They're weird. He goes, you know, when I was a kid,
3: oh, uh, yeah.
1: over off another street, not next to him, you know, there was a guy, he lived there and he was the, he was the ice cream man. He worked down at the, the yeah, ice cream parlor. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. with a skip or whatever his name was. And, uh, he's making ice creams and stuff, but, you know, one, one summer, you know, a weird smell started happening, coming from his house, you know, and, and, uh, and they never knew what it was. And, you know, and the guy said, you know, Hey, it's, you know, it's just backed up sewage, you know, it's, it's nothing else. And they said, okay, you know, that's not a problem, but you know, it started to get real bad, like really, really bad. And, um, they found out, you know, that it was his family and he chopped up his entire family and, you know, and it would have been weeks ago and there he was still serving ice cream with his family chopped up in his house saying that people in the suburbs are crazy. But the way he tells the story is ex- is excellent. It's yeah. hilarious. I'm, you know, slaughtering it, but he does such a good job at yeah, it.
2: And the music adds Great to that because they perfect. actually, they make it just, it, they, it's kind of like a serious moment. It's not pulled for last. Yeah. Like, And it is kind of scary because, and I honestly thought the moment Tom Hanks spoke up, he was going to be like, ah, get out of here. But no, he adds to it because, like, I remember hearing about that, you know, like, yeah, I remember they tore it down for some reason and blah 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 and i was like oh like so this right yeah
1: they tore down where he where he used to work after they found out he killed his family
2: yeah and like it goes to show that this this thing was real like it, it wasn't just made up like he's not just talking out of his ass like oh it was legit and then the scene this is the scene that used to scare me as a kid is when he has his little before he has his nightmare the movies he's watching used to freak me out as a kid. Oh,
1: yeah, like all the horror movies. Yeah, and
2: I was like, I was always so scared of that, like when I was a kid. And then when he has his nightmare, like that, that was pretty freaky. But I like when his, his neighbor Art is the Skippy guy. He's like, hey, he's like, hey, Ray, I'm I'm actually Skippy here. But, you know, he's like, <laughs> and, and it was, I'm
1: pretending to be skip. It's really me, Art. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and then and that's when Ruben, once again, he, he tried to stab him, right? He goes, mind your own business or something like that, yeah. right? But, yeah, like that, that was a nightmare. But then... After all of that, like you were saying, they finally decide to be like, all right, they're leaving town. Let's do this. Let's go find yeah. Walter's body.
1: Yeah. So they start, you know, getting into the house. And the old man's on the roof, kind of looking out for him to make sure that they don't come home while they're in there. And they're, yeah. they're digging away in the bait. You know, they're kind of looking around. They go, you know, this furnace is sort of not... Normal to what this type of house would have. And everything's strange down there. So they start digging in the bottom and everything.
2: Yeah, because they figure that they burned the bodies and they buried all the ashes or something. Yeah. not like the bones. Something
1: like that, yeah. Like
2: the bodies burn, the bones are buried. And at the same time, Ricky knows things are going to go down. So he invites all his friends over. The
1: pizza dudes come. man.
2: (laughs) I love that because that's not, you hear it. Three times, I think. The pizza dudes. The, the first time, popular. they're like, hey, man, we're going to go to Mickey D's. You want anything? And they're like, no, nah, you can't leave. The pizza dudes coming. And everyone's like, all right. And then later on, they're like, the cops are coming with the complex and or whatever. And then they're like, stall them. And then that's when he gets like, no, he doesn't say pizza, dude. He's like, they're eating all my food. Never mind. But it's uh, <laughs>
1: these people. Are, my parents are gone. These people are in my house. They're eating all my parents' food. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, it's later on when, when he goes, all right, have Get off my car And he's like Oh come on dude Just hang out and chill You know the pizza dude is coming And then later he's on so
1: excited for that pizza dude
2: <laughs> Later on The pizza dude does show up the, the, the All
1: the pizzas fall out
2: And you hear him Pizza dude! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I always liked We're that. It was that just part. so focused. As a kid, that was always like my and my brother's favorite scene. We would always laugh at the, the pizza dude. You know. So. Yeah. But yeah, but oh, yeah.
1: they're digging in the house. Yeah, they're digging and away. Look, 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 uh, the neighbors come by and they know something's up, so they turn their headlights off and and uh, turn back. Yeah. To get the cops. So next time they come back, they've got the cops, and uh, you know. Corey Feldman's trying to stall and all this and everything. But in the meantime, um, Ray's down there and he thinks he's found something, found Walter. But Walter, turns out, is alive. His um, I think his sister and his son-in-law took him to the hospital because he had had a heart attack. And that's why he had to leave so abruptly from his home. So now they know they're screwed. But Tom Hanks, this character, hits the gas line. He tells his buddy... Run out of there. Hurry. And then all of a sudden, he runs out. The house explodes. Totally an inferno happens. It's, you know, explosion. And they're all thinking, and this is another, I just love, they're all thinking like, you know, he's dead, and they're all, you know, they give that moment of silence, they think he's dead. And all of a sudden, you just see Tom Hanks walking out, and he, just the way he walks and he's shaking, walking out, it just cracks me up. And he's got the one eye is all, you know, you know, um messed up and everything and he's just walking out and he just but does, how did he survive you know, it i don't know right walking out like nothing even happened you'd be totally dead after that situation
2: yeah because art but, runs out because that's when the cops show up finally bruce stern is there they're all they're all outside and that's when he was like he's like we on the gas line we hit the gas line and then boom big explosion everybody's out there the the freaking the, the
1: cops the neighbors everybody's out there even Wal- Walter who came back from the hospital he's standing out there
2: yeah like everybody's like whoa what the hell's going on and then that's when yeah Tom Hanks because like something's moving in there Tom Hanks walks out and you're like how the hell I've yeah there's no that. way <laughs> that that right there is just movie movie that's that's, that's how
1: a movie is that exactly. that's
2: the movie right there because there's no way that guy would have survived that explosion I'm um, all unless I mean, no. Th- even then, like, I uh, he he was in Ground Zero. He was there. Yeah, you know, right there. Yeah, in the hole. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, obviously, you know. Well, in the original script, he does die at the end. Really? Yeah, he dies at the end. Not in, not there, but he is killed off at the end of the film. But the, they obviously felt like, okay, there's... One, that's way too dark for yeah. what
1: the kind of movie that is. No way. They
2: felt that. No, that's way too dark. And second, they're like, we're not going to kill off Tom Hanks. No way in hell will we ever kill off Tom Hanks no, no. in this film. So, so of course, they rewrote it. But when that moment happens, you learn, like, all the out of nowhere, the cop... I mean, the, the street is a huge frenzy. Yeah. Everybody's there, and that's when we <laughs> learn the fact that they were wrong they were wrong you know at that point they're like oh yeah they all like, yeah
1: they never you know it wasn't really walter's body they're yeah. completely innocent they never found anything they were just paranoid
2: yeah and then he's like no if you go walter bodies there yeah right there they like, oh, go well yeah that walter <laughs> he's sitting <laughs> there you know getting like air and and yeah again there's tom hanks is awesome awesome freak out scene where he gets all mad it wasn't us or them it was us or whatever like yeah yeah
1: the part and then he's like um he's like uh take me to the hospital i'm sick i'm sick and he's like laying on the gurney he's like i just want to go to the hospital and he grabs the gurney throws it in the in the ambulance and his wife's like are you okay honey he's like yeah i'm I'm fine carol i'm I'm fine and
3: And, um (laughs) and that was improvised
1: I'll just, I'll just follow the ambulance. Oh, okay, honey. Oh, okay. You know, because he's, he's had it. He's been blown up. His friends pushed him to do this. You know, he's probably going to jail, and he's, you know, he feels bad. And then the neighbor comes in, the the, the doctor one comes in. And the doctor. he's doctor. He, he's, say, <laughs> he's saying to him, you know, oh, I'm so sorry about all this. You know, when they let me out of jail, I'm going to help you. Fix your house, and I, I'm I'm so sorry. Yeah,
2: I'll use the tools. You know, my father-in-law gave me some. New yeah, tools. yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. They you know they bring back to early. He was earlier saying, "Yeah, I got these great tools. My father-in-law gave me. He's like, that, you know, so they build come back to with that. them.
2: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so.
1: yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, which that's hilarious. There's all these little tiny little things in the movie that I think yeah. are so funny. Tiny little things. Um, but turns out they were guilty because all of a sudden he gets a needle. And he's like, oh, I know you saw my skulls. I know you saw them. Yeah, you saw and what was
2: inside the furnace.
1: You saw what was in the furnace because they mentioned how big the furnace was and how unnatural it was. Yeah. yeah. I know you I know you saw, but really he didn't see anything. Yeah. He's, I know you saw. So then there's a struggle. He's going to get, you know, inject him with whatever mysteries and yeah. that thing.
2: And Hans is in, is in the driver's seat. So they, the they try seat. to drive yeah. away, but he gets the upper hand because he grabs him and the car goes out of control.
1: Right. And so they're struggling. Finally, ambulance hits. Then they slide out of the gurney and they're struggling. And then the, I think what, the gurney hits
2: the, their, their car. car. Yeah, the complex's car. It's kind of the back.
1: Car. And all of a sudden that pops open Yeah. and all the citizens skulls. Arrest. Citizens yeah, arrest! Yeah, yeah.
2: I'm and making a the citizen arrest. arrest. He, yeah. And they're like, on what charge? You have no evidence. And then that's when uh, Ricky lifts up something. He's like, uh, you do now. And the wife goes, ah! She screams and Dun dun dun, and then they zoom in. Yeah, there there you go. There were supposed to be uh, dead cheerleaders in there, also. And I can't forget what else. Something else was supposed to be in there, aside from. Dead cheerleaders? Yeah, yeah. There were supposed to be dead cheerleaders.
1: Oh, maybe because he worked at a university.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, there were supposed. Oh, no, no, no. There were supposed to be dead cheerleaders and the garbage man from earlier in the film.
0: Oh,
1: okay. Well, you know what? I'm glad they didn't put them in there because they're at the... I think somehow, aren't they at the end of the movie too? I feel like they're there for some reason.
2: Yeah, because that, that was the thing. Because in that scene when the doctor, the doctor, is in, is in there with Tom Hanks, he's supposed to kill him. He's supposed yeah. to kill him, but then that's when they changed it. So that was an alteration from the original script. They're yeah, like, it's no. better.
1: I don't think I would like that. That's that, what...
2: that's just dark. Like I like when they have dark comedies.
1: It, it mix it, it wouldn't be right for the tone of the movie that was giving off.
2: Exactly, and then and then also too, like yeah, when when they then they find the bones, it was it was supposed to be also some dead cheerleaders, and then the two garbage men from the film. Though how that's sad. how they would fit them in that trunk? who the hell knows but yeah you could fit a body I, I liked the way it went i liked how they ended and then that from that scene that's when we obviously know they're guilty
1: yep so and then that there you have it they well, they are guilty and
2: well don't forget hey pinocchio where are you going oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And i always love this okay. because was that intentional was that I know, like so i love weird. when things like this happen it's like that scene in scrooge when Bill Murray's walking and he slips and falls, like was that intentional? Where he's walking, like he's trying to run and he slips, falls. and then Bruce Stern comes and just literally slides at his legs because he <laughs> slips and they fall. Like was that real? Was that intentional? Like, like I said, I love. Like I know they said a lot of stuff was improvised in this film. That when he throws the gurney and he gets in it, that wasn't in the script. He just did it right on that, and they left it in the scene. You know. So I'm wondering when he fell and then he falls too. Were they just like F it? This is funny. Just leave it. <laughs> I always loved that scene. They always made me laugh. But he did. He lo- He was like. They-, they were so stereotypical. Hans, you know, German and freaking right yeah. out. Looks like a like those like those slap happy Germans at like at Oktoberfest, you know. Yeah.
1: He's got like the later hosen on.
2: Yeah, it looks like Pinocchio. And then we find out, hey, these uh, Ray is free of all charges. They were murders. Like, is this your car? He does that look like. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, it is and then that's when oh, no,
3: it's Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's when Ray's like finally like with his wife is like, I need a vacation and and Walter's like I mean art like what are you doing? You know, Geraldo's coming, like he's gonna <laughs> excavate the and that's a joke too when he did the whole Geraldo Rivera during the eighties had this yeah. big old thing where re excavated yeah, yeah, Al Capone's vault and there was nothing in there. Like <laughs> Uh, I think UHF did it the best. Uh, if uh, I, We got to do UHF, Weird Al Yankovic.
1: Oh, yeah, totally. But
2: where he's like, he's like, you know, when they Al Capone's uh, car and then he's like, see, roadmaps. I don't know why that movie. Uh, we got <laughs> to do. Uh, that movie's hilarious. I love Weird Al Yankovic, so we got to do that soon. But uh, it's a reference to that when he's talking about that. And, you know, Ray's like, "F this. I'm just going to go with my family. And Yeah, not- he's
1: tired. He's had it.
2: Yeah, and then that's when they, uh, uh, that's when Bruce Stern's like, Hey, uh, Ray, I mean, Art, uh, your wife is home, and your house is on fire. And (laughs) instead of being like, my house is on fire, yeah, my wife is home. And you hear like a weird song or whatever. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And then, um, so yeah, so that was when, uh, at that point, uh, freaking... Uh, he tells Corey Feldman, Ricky, tell me, you know what? Take care of the neighborhood. He's like, all right, Mr. like B or, or whatever, S or yeah. something like that, In which okay. I always felt that was leading into a sequel. As a kid, I thought there was going to be something future where now he is going to be the yeah. Ray character, new neighbors, everybody's moved out, but they're all adults or something. And they're already, like I always thought there was going to be a sequel where now... He's gonna have to watch out for the neighborhood, and you know Ray moved, you know, because it's mm-hmm. just like I'm done with this neighborhood or something. But obviously, it didn't go down that route. But based on what we know about Corey Feldman's acting, it's like they probably were like, yeah, we can't take this guy. Plus, the drug issues and stuff. <laughs> oh they, yeah, they probably didn't. But my I friend mean, met him once. Uh, oh really?
1: Yeah, Coming mean, uh, she was leaving Coachella, and um, after the the concerts and everything, and they were she saw him at a Seven <laughs> Eleven.
2: Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, because I figure maybe they want, I don't know if they want to do a sequel, but, you know, they probably felt like, you know what, Corey Feldman and all his act like he does all these, like, you know, smaller films. Like, he ha- he doesn't have that, like, what Tom Hanks had. Like, if Corey Feldman stayed in the light, like the, the limelight or whatever, like if he was still huge, I guarantee you, like, let's keep doing it. But because yeah. his career fizzled, especially, like, I know he had drug issues and stuff like that, but I don't know. Well, was this
1: story. movie a hit? I-, I don't, I didn't look into that.
2: All right. Well, let's find out right now. Uh,
1: I don't know how well it did. I mean, Tom Hanks was a pretty good. I mean, he wasn't the megastar, but I mean, he'd done um, it, I like mean, Splash and The Money Pit, and he was in Bosom Buddies and and stuff like that. So,
2: well, if I'm looking at it, uh, it says it opened at number one with 11 million. Its opening weekend, and then overall, it made 36 million worldwide. It made 49 million. Uh, Excuse me. Um, so it seemed like it, it it did well. It made its money back. Because yeah. the budget... It says the budget was $18 million. Uh, and it made in the box office as a whole $49 million. So it made money. Though it wasn't as huge of a hit, it still made money. Uh, for some reason, it's a 46 on Rotten Tomatoes. I hate Rotten Tomatoes. But it's a 46 if you follow Rotten Tomatoes. And, um... I guess there's a... In 04, there was a release in the UK called The Burps Uncut. Um, it says there is... Refers only to scenes removed from the TV versions which are present on the DVD. There is nothing additional from the theatrical release. Oh, okay. Never mind. I guess it was like when it was released on TV, they took out certain scenes. So when it says The Burbs Uncut, all it was was the scenes that they took out originally, put back in. But it's nothing new. Um, there's, there is a... A Blu-ray that was released, but it sucks because it's not released here, but it was, like, a special thing that had deleted scenes included, among other things. Um, It also had, like, introductions, full-length documentary. Why don't we have this? What the hell?
1: I know. We should have that.
2: But, yeah, I mean, I guess it became, like, a cult hit, I feel.
1: Yeah, I I agree. I think it's definitely a cult, cult hit.
2: Yeah, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Freaking... The burps, the burps tom hanks i mean i we actually focused more on the story than talking about the film but we did we did both because if we love this movie so much all we were doing was just like telling you about this film the plot line and just laughing about everything that's going on um all in all like, like real quick before we get into our final segments i just want to i want to give my final thoughts it's a great film. If you've never seen it, got to check it out. It's, it's a, I love it. I watched it, you know, uh, to, to re, you know, fill my mind with this movie for this episode. And I, I was not bored once. I, I love this movie. Every character's great. You know, freaking there's, there's no, there is no one that's weak in this movie. I love them all. There's, there's, they're just great. You know, uh, Corey Feldman, st- th- his line still made me laugh because, like, the pizza dude and to this day <laughs> still makes me laugh. Like, I was like, oh, that made me laugh. Like, you know, stuff that was happening in this film, Tom Hanks, still freaking awesome. You know, art, um, great, you know, freaking Bruce Dern, his character is just still that awesome army veteran. So, yeah, and then, you know, uh, but I still have to say my favorite character in this whole film is Ruben, the, you know, <laughs> just, you know, the doctor.
1: <laughs> Excellent.
2: Yeah. So that that is my thoughts. So, what about you? Final thoughts on the? Oh, point?
1: I love this movie. I grew up watching it with my friend, um, and uh, I think you know it's good. It's good to watch around this time, like I said. If you kind of start to ease you into the Halloween season with this kind of movie, you know, it's it's funny. It's kind of light. Um, it's good for. I watched. I remember watching this actually with my family too. So it's good for family. I think. Um, I think it's a great movie. It's funny. The comedy still um, is it still makes me laugh to this day. It, you know, it, I don't know. It, it doesn't. The movie to me doesn't feel too dated. I mean, I guess it can be, but it since it stays in that one central location, it seems pretty um, pretty modern to me. Not too bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. The comedy is great for today. I, I just think it's a a really good, solid movie. It's funny and like. Like Sam said, everybody's good in it. It's not, nobody's weak or anything. It's funny. It's, it's, I don't know. It's great. And I like it a lot. And so, I don't feel yeah. there's
2: any dull moments either.
1: No, it's very good. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I'm, I'm just sad that no one was able to enjoy the pizza.
1: <laughs> I know, man. Pizza dude.
2: Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, there's something new that we're going to start doing every, every time, uh, whenever Chelsea is on, uh. She's gonna be doing a new segment. Uh, I don't know if she has a name for it, but I'm gonna allow her to introduce this segment. So, ladies and gentlemen, check out this new segment from Chelsea. <laughs> awesome. All right.
1: Well, as a as a new host of the 80 Miles Proud podcast, uh, I wanted a, a segment that would, um, you know, make sense for me to do uh, that something that I really enjoy, and I, what I really enjoyed is, um, music videos, especially 80s music videos, so what I'm gonna do is every time I'm on, I'm gonna, uh, do a music video of the week, or m- music video of the podcast, whatever you want to call it, probably music video of the week, and, um, what I'll do is I'm gonna post the, the music video, um, after, uh, after the, um, episode is put out, I'm going to go ahead and put the music video, maybe, maybe on Instagram sometimes, but you'll always find it on our Facebook page. Um, I'll find a good quality version of the music video and I'll put it on our Facebook page. And I'll write a little thing about it, tell you a little bit more. Um, and so that's what I'm going to do. So this week's, uh, music video is going to be Rockwell's somebody's watching me and you'll know this song because they put on a, a lot of like um kids Halloween party <laughs> CDs and you know the typical if you're going to like a Halloween store you're gonna hear somebody's watching me yeah um and I had for a long time I had a Frankenstein um a thing you put on your door you could either press the button or you uh, it was motion sensor mm-hmm. and Frankenstein like an animatronic face he would sing somebody's watching me and so I always kind of grew up liking that song. But anyway, the music video is great. It's creepy, you know, of course. Um, it's got a a lot of kind of like Alfred Hitchcock kind of stuff going on with it because he's in the shower a lot. He's He's got his shirt off a lot for some reason. I don't know. If he's always in a towel. So, um, I'm afraid
2: to wash my hair. Yeah, yeah. He has <laughs> yeah, yeah, a stupid British accent at some point. It's so stupid. But it's, hey, I love it. But cause... it's great. It's cheesy 80s. like.
1: Oh, yeah. And um, Michael Jackson does some vocals in it. Um, I think hear... that's
2: really what made the song a hit. Was oh yeah, because Michael... he
1: helped do it. But yeah, the music video is great. Yeah, it's very you know, uh, psycho Alfred Hitchcock going on. Um, it's cheesy, and you know, I that's what I love. Che- I love cheesy '80s music videos. I mean, of course, there's a couple really good good ones, but man, the the more green screen, the better. Bring it on. So um, <laughs> there you have it. Rockwell. Somebody's watching, watching me. me exactly there you have it i'll be posting it and uh that that's the music video of the week there you go
2: oh man yeah it's just like it's because uh, it's like it's like something like i mean it, it is kind of freaky like you ever have those when you're alone and you're taking a shower like you don't you know
1: oh yeah i was paranoid as a kid to like shower what alone no way like with I'm nobody like in to the house my
2: hair. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um yeah, I love that, uh, freaking, that's, that's so, a good yeah, song. Yeah, check so.
1: that music video out. Uh, if you don't want to go ahead and look it up, I will be posting it, uh, definitely on Facebook, um, maybe on Instagram, we'll see. But, yeah, you'll, catch, you'll be able to find it on uh, the 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast Facebook page. If you haven't, go ahead and uh, like us. Uh, go ahead, you can comment on there. And, um, yeah, go ahead and like us on there, and that would be awesome. So.
2: Yeah, and, and sure. here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this, uh, this isn't about really the song. This is about the music video. The music video, yeah. Yeah. This is more about, because it's not, she's not, it's not going to be like, you know, and this was a, it has no 80s reference to it, but it just drives me crazy. But the whole, like, remember when Kanye West was like, you're like, I'm going to let you have your time. But, you know, and he's like, yeah. yeah, Beyonce, the greatest music video of all time, this and that. Yeah. And, you know, people like I mean, the, now it's always focused about the song and the artist. MTV used to focus about the actual music video, the production of what the hell was going on. That's what was awesome about the videos back when. Now, it's like, for instance, when when I remember when he said that, I'm like, that video sucks because she's just dancing like, all right, she could dance. So what? She's behind a white wall, yeah. wall. There's nothing happening. It's like the and, and
1: all the ones I pick are gonna be are gonna be the songs that have official music videos, so they're nothing I mean I'm gonna try not to do like, oh, here's a live version of this song, no, these are the official music videos that may have played on m t v or or wherever, but that's what I'm going for,
2: yeah, all right, cool, so there you go, ladies and gentlemen it's about so well, I mean, do you have a name for this segment actually or not? Nah? you know
1: um, I was thinking about maybe doing like calling it music, I don't know, like, I want to do it, like, on Mondays, because I could do music video Mondays, but I kind of just want to post some, you know, as soon as you guys hear the episode, I want you to be able to go, oh, hey, you know what, I'm gonna go to Facebook and check out that video, I don't need to go look it up, I'll just go to 88 miles per hour podcast slash facebook.com, and I will check out the, the video, I don't know what I want to call it, but I'm just gonna say, um, I don't know, music video, well, I'll think of a better title, but for now, it's just music video of the week, we'll go with that, Uh, Till further notice.
2: There you go. Music video of the week. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Alright, ladies and gentlemen. So now, it's time to focus on the actual music, the song. And I wanted to try to give you guys something that could, you know, relate to this movie. So all I really went with was the the name of the song in reality. But this week's I'm going to give you my favorite 80s band or band of all time. Because they're... They're still going on to this day. I'm going to give you Depeche Mode song uh, from the album Black Celebration that was released in 1986. I'm going to give you the song Here is the House. And I, I figure because, you know, the house, it had to do with houses, the neighbors. I'm going to give you Here is the House. Um, great freaking song. I just got to point out, when I first heard this song, this is one of those songs, I used to skip over and then... Now I just I love it. I I love this freaking song. It's a great album. If you've if, if you haven't never listened to freaking Black Celebration, listen to it. It tends to be everybody's favorite freaking album. Mine, uh previously on that episode catching up with Depeche Mode episode that I did. Um was you know, Songs in Faith of Devotion. But this is another great album, but that's why I felt like the best way to relate this was because it had house in it, neighborhood, you know. So <laughs> perfect I figure. So I'll give you, you know, Depeche Mode song here is the house for this week's song of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Excellent. All right, cool. So that's Very it. Cool. I think that's it. Um, make sure you know to follow us. We post. We're gonna actually. We post links now on on Instagram, um, but it goes to all our social 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 media websites. We have everything, ladies and gentlemen, because we want you to just build us. Please like and. Review us on uh, iTunes because that's the one that would really help us to build and to grow, ladies and gentlemen. So yeah. So um, and do we
1: mention that uh, that we're gonna be at the Long Beach Comic Con
2: or? Oh no no no! Let let's reveal that now. Do we want to reveal that? Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously well, we did. You kind of said that. So
1: crap! I wrecked it. Okay. Um, we're gonna be at the Long Beach Comic Con.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: ladies-
1: September twelfth and thirteenth. Is that right?
2: Yes, September okay, cool. 12th and 13th, so I'm going to try to have this episode posted, obviously, before that, it's it's going to be posted before it, obviously, um, based on if I can finish editing it before I have to go into work today, uh, I'll try to do it, um, but yeah, and then also, too, we're going to be at Stanley's Kamikaze October 30th. 31st and November 1st, so we'll be out there. And
3: we'll
1: try—we'll remind that, you know, we'll be—when it gets closer, we'll probably remind you again about that, but—
2: Yeah, for Long Beach, very doubtful, because it's right around the corner, but for, hopefully, uh, Stan Lee's Kamikaze, uh, you know, we'll be there, we'll be posting about it, but we're hoping— Uh, That and I could almost guarantee that we will we will have some you know stickers and stuff. So yeah, some fun stuff to give
1: out if you guys come up and and see us and stuff. Yeah,
2: and we'll be filming. So if you want to come out and get interviewed or just meet us, you know, uh, come say hi. You know, I'll be there. Um, Chelsea's gonna be there. I don't know if Max is gonna be there. I'll be at
1: Kamikaze. But 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 we'll all be at Long Beach. Yeah,
2: we'll be posting it. But yeah, so and then just to make sure that you know, follow us on Twitter. We're uh, the number 88 MPH pod on Instagram, the number 88, not not the number. I'm just telling you, because I'll, I'll explain why, but it's at <laughs> 88 MPH podcast. Tumblr 88 MPH podcast. dot com. Uh, Facebook is just Facebook.com forward slash 88. Then written out miles per hour podcast. And this is where if you want to download our show. We're on iTunes. Just you know, look for us eighty-eight miles per hour podcast. Or if you're non Apple, you're Android. This yeah, is where you need to write out the word eighty-eight mph or check our Instagram. And right there, we've posted a, an image of our links. Yeah. Uh, or actually- and if you
1: just if you just go to Google and put eighty-eight miles per hour podcast, you're going to find some links. You're 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 bound to find our our podcasts. It'll come. It'll all come up. So I would say your best bet. Try that first because you'll you'll get a bunch of our stuff. But if you do have iTunes, go for iTunes because that's awesome.
2: Yeah, and remember, please like, comment, and also anywhere, leave us messages on any of our social media sites or email us directly at eighty eight miles at gmail dot com. Um, and tell us what you think of the show. Like you know, just give us some feedback. We love to. We would love to hear from people. You know, I mean, we know fans are out there. We're noteworthy. So. So, yeah, so so there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, any final thoughts or you're good? Now close us out.
1: Uh, I just want to say that, you know, be careful with who you live next to. You never know who's living next to you, right? Yeah. So just be careful with that. All right?
2: There you go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. You know, me.
1: Somebody's always watching you. That's I'm just going to say.
2: yeah actually that's that's true there probably is (laughs) so yeah so you know you know me and chelsea had fun here you know learning about our new neighbors next door especially getting to know the doctor Um, (laughs) but i think it's time that you know we hop in that delorean and travel back to the future
4: the house where it all happens, those tender moments under this roof, body and soul come together as we come closer together, and as it happens, it happens here in this house.
0: Pretty girl. Friend of yours? No, it came with a friend. It came with the friend? No.